All right, well, welcome back to the show. This is another episode of <clears throat> A Nugget from Scripture. Um, if you've tuned in for any of um, the other episodes of this, I have pretty much the original idea, the concept behind it was I would bring in verses from Scripture that I had read um, sometime throughout my day or over the past couple of days, something that had been stuck with me, you know, that the Lord was speaking to me about. You know, it was something I read in uh, my daily Bible reading, my devotion, um, something that came out at church, one of the study groups, or or something like that. Um, it's just something that stuck with me, stood out to me, and so I'm sharing it with you. Um, it's, you know, it's more for myself, but uh, hopefully um, someone can get something out of it as well. Um, this episode, along with the, the next uh, few episodes and the last episode, are going to be a little bit different, though. Um, they're still <clears throat> revolving around Scripture, but... Um, I kind of had it put in my in my heart that um, I needed to share some of the Romans Road, that uh, uh, the ways to salvation. That there's people that listen to the podcast or follow on YouTube um, that don't know the Lord, and um, pretty much all of my content, aside from the uh, addiction ministry curriculum, is geared towards people um, maybe to have a, a little bit deeper understanding. Uh, of the scriptures, um, you know, or or people that are completely against the scripture, but they have a reason for it, and uh, that that's uh, apologetics to to give a defense of a defense of. I like to um, I like to participate in apologetics, not because I'm an argumentative person, but it's uh, being able to defend my faith. And so, if you're not a uh, Christian, then some of that stuff maybe wouldn't make sense. Like I said, the addiction program is kind of geared towards um, non-believers. It is a faith-based addiction recovery program. Um, but a lot of the other stuff is geared towards Christians. So I kind of wanted to get back to the basics. So like I said, um, I got to got to thinking about sharing the Romans road. It had been kind of laid on my heart. And um, so we're going to talk about salvation and kind of how that works and uh, the Romans road to salvation. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a, a distinct pathway that has been laid out like these are the steps, uh, but it is a description that Paul's lays, uh, Paul lays out in his letter to the Romans. Um, and as it's laid out over uh, several chapters, there's verses that you can pick out of it, and they will show you how to receive salvation. In the last episode, we talked about, um, I, when I started this series, we weren't in the book of Romans. We were in the book of Ephesians. We were talking about... Um, Salvation by faith uh, through grace, or I'm sorry, uh, salvation by grace through faith, um, that it is a gift from God. It is not of any works that we can do. There is nothing that we can do that can cause us to earn our salvation. There's no amount of going to church. There's no amount of Bible study and reading. There's no amount of evangelism. There's no amount of money that you can donate to a church or to a, um, you know, a, a, an organization, a nonprofit organization that helps, you know, the homeless or the needy. There's, there's just nothing that we can do. Um, we are saved by grace uh, through faith. Our faith in Jesus Christ is what saves us. If it was by a work, then if it was anything that we could do, then the cross was pointless. Then grace is pointless. Um, everything goes through Jesus. No one comes to the Father but by me. Those are Jesus' words. We have to have Jesus in order to earn our salvation. Jesus is our uh, our mediator. Um are, he's the one that intercedes on our behalf for the Lord. And the only way to get to God, the only way to have salvation is through uh, the work of Jesus Christ, through the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, 
there are no works that we can do but believe that salvation was uh, for us is um, it's given to us by a work and that work was the crucifixion of Christ on the cross um, but that was last week's episode and go back and listen to it for that discussion um, this week we're going to or at least this episode we're going to focus on the first stop if you will on the Romans road to salvation and this is in Romans 323 um, and it says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, we see it very clearly in here that all have sinned. That there is um, there is none good. There's there's none good. No, not one. Um, we can go back to the beginning uh, to kind of give some context. Not to the beginning, but go back to verse twenty one in chapter three, which says. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. All means everyone. So when somebody tells you that Mary was perfect, that is a lie. That is a tradition and a belief that the Catholic Church holds, but it is a lie. Mary wasn't perfect. All have sinned. It doesn't say all, but Mary. It says all. The reason that Jesus was perfect is because he was born into this world, not of this world. He was not um, conceived through the normal way that babies are conceived in this world. It was a divine conception. He came into this world. He is not of this world. Mary was a sinner, just like the rest of us. Um, in order for Mary to have been perfect, then her parents would have been, or her mom at least would have had to have been perfect, and then her mom's mom, and her mom's mom's mom, and all the way back, and we would find this succession, this line of perfect people that goes all the way back to Adam, but we don't. All we see is sin. Um, and in the book of Genesis, right before uh, the flood, uh, it is said that the world was only evil continuously. Not that the world was evil continuously, and then there was one perfect one, and that would be Mary's great, 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 great grandmother. It is uh, that all, the whole world was only, knew only evil, did only evil continuously. And that's the way the world is today. We're the same. It's not any different. We are still an evil, sinful person and uh, an evil, sinful people. And by right, we deserve death. Uh, it's not that God sends us to hell. Hell was created for Satan and the fallen angels, but the punishment for our sins is death, not just a physical death, but a spiritual death as well. And we have a choice. We can make a choice to follow God or we can uh, make a choice to not. The decision is ours. It's kind of like if you're on a sinking ship and there's a life raft right there, you can make a choice to try to swim to shore on your own or you can get in the life raft. And the cross, the blood of Jesus is our life raft. We've been given everything that we need to achieve salvation, to receive salvation, all we need to do is to believe and put our faith in Jesus and the blood of the cross. And it goes beyond believing. It goes beyond saying, uh, well, I believe in Jesus. Because you can believe in a lot of things, but until you put your trust and your faith in them, uh, or, or until you put your faith in them, you don't actually trust that they're going to do what they're going to do. This is not a blind faith. It's based off of things that we've seen happen in our lives and in other lives and the creation around us. And the fact that the Bible is um, historical. And it is factual. 
So it's not just a blind belief. It's not a blind faith, but it is putting your faith and trust in God that he's going to take care of you just like he says he will in his word. So looking here in Romans 3.23, we can see that all have sinned. It's very clear. It's a really short verse. Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If we go back up to Romans um, 3.10, it says, There is none righteous, none righteous, no, not one. So all have sinned, there are none righteous. The only righteous being that was ever walking, that ever walked the face of this planet was Jesus. He was perfect. But he was God incarnate. He was not, he was in the flesh, but he is not of the flesh. He is not of this world. So this is the first stop on the road to salvation. This uh, stop shows us that all have sin. Um, Romans chapter 3 verses 20 says that therefore by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. And Romans 1.18 says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. All ungodliness and righteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And I brought these up um, because there's nothing that we can do that will earn our justification, that will earn our salvation. We have to have the faith in Christ. There's none righteous, no, not one. Um, the word ungodliness, uh, to quote John MacArthur, um, says... This is a defective relationship. The word ungodliness is a, and I'm paraphrasing and quoting, this came out of his commentary in his study Bible. Um, ungodliness refers to a lack of reverence for, devotion to, and worship of the true God. It is a defective relationship. And if we do not have um, a good, solid relationship with Christ, if we do not have the reverence for Christ, that is the fear of the Lord. It's not the fear of the Lord like, ooh, I'm scared. It's a reverence for God and for his awesome uh, righteousness, his awesome might and his awesome power. When we lack all of these things and we fall into the ways of the world and we sinned, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, it is very common for us as um, people to try to make ourselves look good, to justify ourselves um, next to our our neighbor okay but that doesn't work so the law that we hear talked about in romans it's a, it's a lot in the book of romans the law was written to the jews not to the gentiles the law exposes the sin but grace covers the sin it it makes the payment for the sin so the law exposes the sin so there's no amount of following the law there's no amount of good deeds or good works that we can do. We should not compare ourselves to the neighbor and say that we're a pretty good person. The scriptures make it clear in Romans 3.10, there is none righteous and no, not one. And Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, that we don't do good, not in God's eyes. In man's eyes, we can say that uh, we're fairly good people because like the worst thing that I've ever done was I, I told uh, a small lie or I stole something I stole a pen from work. Well, in God's eyes, that's still a sin and it's still punishable by death. And it's really no different than being Jeffrey Dahmer serial killer. It's still a sin and sin transgression against God is punishable by death. That's what we deserve. That's 
where the grace comes in, though, because that is the only way that we can have salvation because we have all sinned. We are all deserving of death. So don't compare yourself to your neighbor. In fact, in, let me see, I think it's James. Yeah, it's James 2.10. Uh, by the way, James being one of the first, not one of the first, the first book written in the New Testament says, for whoever, this is James 2.10, for whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble in one point, he is guilty of it all. So you can compare yourself to your neighbor and believe in your own eyes that you're pretty good. But if you've broken one part of the law, you are guilty of breaking the whole law. If we were to put that in today's modern, uh, in, in, in terms that would be relatable to today, it would be like going to court for a speeding ticket which is just a minor misdemeanor offense, right? You pay a, pay a small fine, they slap you on the wrist and tell you not to speed anymore, and you walk out. Um, but this would be like going to court for a speeding ticket and walking out a convicted murderer. Because if you're guilty of breaking one part of the law, you're guilty of breaking the whole law, and it is possible for us to keep the whole law. The law identifies sin. It points sin out. Sin is the root problem. Sins are the actions that we commit. So... It's important for us to, to recognize, first of all, to recognize that all have sinned. And without the grace that we hear, that we talked about last week in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, without that grace, we are lost. There is no hope. There is no salvation. There is no work that we can do. We have all sinned and we have all fallen short of the glory of God. God sets the standard. So since God created the world and set the standards, he, ma he makes the rules. Um, and I, I, he's just in saying that. It would be um, just for him being a just God. It would, justice would be for us all to um, die a spiritual death. But he's graceful and merciful, and he gave us an option. We have to get in the lifeboat. We have to be justified through the blood of life, through the blood of the cross in order to receive salvation. So that is going to be it for this nugget, uh, Romans 3.23. Um, and everything in the book of Romans, it goes way deeper than what we're going to get into, but I wanted to get back to the basics and kind of share some of this with the people um, that maybe have not heard this before. Next week, we'll continue down the road, um, or not even next week, just the next episode in the next couple of days, we'll go on to stop number two in the Romans Road to Salvation. We're probably going to have another three, four, maybe even five lessons in this because I'm going to add some scripture from Romans that I think is relevant to this. It's outside of the road uh, of what we have defined as the road to salvation, but it is relevant. So um, check back in next time. Um, check in on the YouTube channel for the New Thirst Addiction Ministry. And uh, in closing out this, let's just go ahead and say a quick prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this uh, opportunity that I had to um, to share your word and your gospel uh, with essentially the world, um, being on the internet like it is, Lord. And I just uh, I ask that um, you will do a work that um, if there's somebody out there that hears this that uh, does not know you, Lord, that you will... Um, just do your work in their lives and reveal yourself to them, Lord. Uh, we thank you for everything that you do and everything that you provide. And we thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us, Lord, so that we can have that um, eternal salvation. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, as always, I will put the offer out there. If you or someone you know 
needs a paper Bible. Electronic devices are fine, but um, they go dead. What happens when we lose the internet? Or um, and and also there's no distractions in a paper Bible. So if you would like a paper Bible, please contact me. I will leave my email, website, and everything like that down in the description. If you um, enjoyed this video, if you enjoyed this podcast, um, please make sure to subscribe, give me a thumbs up, and share it so we can share the word of God. We can share the gospel. We can share the good news. That's it for this episode. Until next time, uh, stay grounded, stay in God's word, and God bless. Have a great day.